so here we are. I'm very, very excited. I've become a very big fan of you over really? the past couple Thank weeks. You. Yeah. We got Keisha Chavez. You got um, pretty eyes. Do I? Yeah. Thank you. I would say the same to you. Thank you. Yeah, you actually... I was watching the other thing, the thing, like the interview where you both walked out on the guy in the little red coat. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, you don't get podcasts that awkward very much anymore. <laughs> he was irritating. He really kind of rubbed me the wrong way, too. Me, yeah. too. It's just like bashing you guys over the head with advice. Unsolicited. <laughs> Mate, no, making you watch the video over and over Did and over. Did you see how pissed off I was? <laughs> I was like, yo, if he makes me watch this again, I'm going to scream. <laughs> how did you even meet that guy? Um, well, when I put my post up, uh -huh. he's the one that snatched it and put it back up because I took it down like almost within like 10, 15 minutes after posting it. He was the first it. one to get it? Uh-huh. Well, why would that make you want to do a podcast with him? Well, because he said that he had some advice and it really was Joe's idea to do it because oh. he was on Joe's side. So, okay. Yeah. But he's like a relationship expert? He's, Yeah. I'm saying he's a relationship expert that's poly, but his woman can't have other men, so. Oh, that sounds like a cult leader. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the, all right, I, I hate to just like jump into it, but I guess I can't help but like talk naturally to you here. It felt like when I was watching that, that like you were trying to build the bridge, that you were trying to be like, come home. And when you're fighting with your, your spouse, it's like, at some point, you just have to drop your defenses, and she says she wants you back. You, you got to just, okay, you know? You know, for me, it's really, you know, he feels like he has this reputation to uphold, but as far as I'm concerned, it's been damaged for a very long time, you mm -hmm. know, only because you've allowed it to be to be so, you mm -hmm. know? Um so when I'm like, come back home, come back home and get this money. My OnlyFans is popping. If I do OnlyFans with you, do you only know how it could, you know, how it could just, you know what I mean? But we want to save face and save reputation and everything. But whatever. Do you seriously think you would do that? Um, honestly, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I'll put it on the table a couple of times. I haven't gotten an answer. Right. Because, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that look at OnlyFans, especially if you used to be successful with something else and then you turn to OnlyFans, it's really seen as like a sign that you're not doing well in your life. Like even no. when me and my girl started doing OnlyFans together, I got a lot of that. People were like, oh, he must be broke. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I just like want to have more money and do a different type of business as well. Exactly. Well, for me, it's like, you know, he likes to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> you uh -huh. know, that's like one of his favorite pastimes. Really? So why not make money doing it? Right. So, okay. What place were you at in your life when you met him? Because there's a lot of narratives that get painted that yes. suggest that like he was on top of the world and that you were this money grubbing character of a basketball wife that we all hear about. But then when I hear you talk about it, I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound like you really got to reap the spoils of his prior success. All. Right. Not at all. Um, when I met Joe, he was just retired, um, just divorced, mm. and just got robbed from $100,000 from another young lady he was dating. So oh. when I met him, there was no, you know, it was. it's always been a let's try to make it together type situation, mm -hmm. you know. Um, 
And I want to like change the narrative of gold digger. Right. Because I am for myself. Like I've always made a way for myself, you mm -hmm. know, and it hasn't been on the back of anyone else. It's been on my own. So yeah, I dig for gold, diamonds, rubies. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So right. that's what you want to do. Let's change the narrative of that. It's not a bad thing. You but know, a lot of people just assume that you must have been one of these chicks that seems like they really go after basketball players. Did you ever Not have that all. kind of lifestyle before at all? I mean, I dated one basketball player prior to Joe, mm -hmm. and that was Cedric Sabalis. Okay. Um, I dated Cedric for like maybe two or three months, and he was just a horrible boyfriend, so I just stopped dating him. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not... If I was like a groupie type chick, I mean, I would have hung on to the bad, toxic relationship and, you know, tried to just... You know, that's not what I want. I always wanted love. Mm. Um, my ex-boyfriend said, do you know who Coco Brown is? Sounds familiar. She was the that was going to go to space. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's a friend of mine. And my ex in Germany said, you wish you could be a gold digger like her, but she don't have the heart. And I was like, that's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but I mean, I want a nice life. I just don't want it on the back of someone who I don't love. I can't pretend that long. Right. Because how long have you been in this relationship? Like 10 years or We've something? We've been together since 2012. So yeah, almost like 12, 13 years. And so how did you actually meet him? I met him at a BET Awards party. I had just come back from Germany and I'm doing music and stuff. So mm -hmm. I was in my circle music and he was there. Okay. So you just met him on some regular. You didn't really go out of your way to meet him? No, I didn't go out my way to meet him, but I did do a love manifestation that night. Really? Yeah. What is that like? So it was a big super moon, and my little witchy self was like, okay, tonight I'm going to meet my husband. He's going to, you know, be like this, like this, like that. I just wasn't very specific. Right. You know, I, like, I didn't ask for a guy with a lot of money. You do you know? feel like that might have made you overcommit? To a guy that maybe necessarily wasn't the I best fit? I think so. I feel like because I asked for it, I felt like I needed to. You had to. Yeah. But at the same time, I've come to learn in this life that not everything that comes into your life or everything that you do is for you. Mm. It's for them sometimes. So maybe I put the call out to the universe for that. But really, his call to the universe was for someone to love him unconditionally. Mm. Because you seem to me like somebody who's pretty like... Uh, you know, conscious and spiritual, which people also are like, oh, she's a former. They don't really imagine those two things going together. Well, Mary Magdalene was a whore that watched Jesus feet at the well. So there you we go. have his favor. We all have that duality, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I'm a performer as well. Yeah. My wife and I do adult with all I kinds heard. of women and a couple guys. Um, and yeah, it is kind of weird how people take the thing and just kind of use that to form a whole world of assumptions about you. Yeah, it's a big narrative that, you know, people think that you're just like this nasty trial of horror, whatever. Mm. And when people meet me, the last thing they think is that I'm mm. You know, like, it's like, wow, really? You come off so innocent. You come off so, you know, different. I mean, I kind of didn't, I, I would have agreed with that, but then I caught your OnlyFans and I saw how big your fake boobs are and uh, just kind of like, oh, okay, there you go. I didn't really, some of the footage I saw before I hadn't really realized. <laughs> you know what? I didn't get these done for the adult industry. I got them done for myself. If you notice all of my films, I have no breast at all. Really? Yes. Okay. See, I didn't dive into the older work. Like works. if you go into the older work, 
I didn't do this for that. This was purely for me and just because I wanted my clothes to hang a certain way. I mean, they look great. I can't Thank lie. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. What, uh, where were you at in your life when you decided to do adult scenes? Um, well, I was about, I think, 17 going on 18, and I was a runaway at that time. I met Heather Hunter, mm. and she was featuring at Showworld, and she was like a star to me. And I was like, I want to be a star, too. And so I went to a couple of her shows, and I hung out there and caught her attention, and she took me under her wing. Really? Yeah. And so all of a sudden you were just off on this journey? Um, I was her lover, and then we did um, Heather Hunter's Home Movies with her roommate slash lover. That was, so you that were was her a, lover? You were, like, fully in a relationship with her? Yes. But did she have multiple lovers? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're... It's a, I was her live-in lover at the time. Really? For yeah. how long? Like a couple of months until she got tired of me. Did you, were you gung ho about the relationship? I was, I'm, I st I'm still madly in love with Heather. Like, I love her so much to this day. We're friends now, uh -huh. but like, yeah, I always will have like deep love for her. Like, if she was like, bitch, come, let's do this. I was like, okay. But so were you, that's when you started shooting? Yes. And who, who'd you first shoot with? Because this is like the wild, wild for west days. For a big video. The back in the day world. Like, now um, everything's smooth. You got OnlyFans, you got a couple of the big porn companies, yeah. some of the smaller ones. Back in the day, it seemed like it was just craziness. It was. I worked for Vidway, which was like one of the biggest companies in New York or one of the only companies in New York because everybody was on the West Coast. Right. So um, with with Vivid, Vidway, Vidway Video, Dave Copeland. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so what was it like when you got into it? Um, you know, if I paid attention to signs back then, I probably wouldn't have delved, <laughs> gotten any deeper into it. My really? first scene, I almost died on set. From what? So Heather and I had a bathtub scene together uh -huh. and the overhead grid lights, I'm really tall. So when I stood up and I stretched after our scene, my fingertips touched the grid lights. And you almost got electrocuted or what? I, I got shocked really good. And the set lights went out. I was really lucky. Wow. Like, I've always been really protected. Uh-huh. Like, I should be dead so many times. But God's like, no, not you. Really? You're going to suffer, bitch. How old no. were you when you got into it? You were younger? Um, I think my first one was 18. Oh, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you started off shooting girl, girl, or you went straight into guy, girl? Um, With everything. Guy, okay. girl, boy, girl, 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 boy. And were you loving it? <laughs> um... I loved doing it when I was with Heather. Like, honestly, it was a job, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I enjoyed working with the people that I that I enjoyed working with. Anybody mm -hmm. else is kind of like, eh. Right. Yeah. That is the weird part about doing porn is that sometimes you get to work people with people that you think are so hot. You like their personality. You're overjoyed to fuck them on camera. And then sometimes you have to work with people where you're just kind of dreading it. Yeah. I've had a couple of those dreading it scenes. Right. Yeah. But so how many years were you actually active? Um, from 1989 to 2006. Holy shit. So you got to see the industry change a lot. It changed dramatically. Like I watched us fight for high rates for girls to come back down and knock them down to nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Really? You know, yeah. And so you were just kind of doing whatever during that whole time or what was your life like? Um, I would be doing, like during that time, I was like auditioning for music videos and stuff, just trying to get more mainstream, mm. um, just partying a lot, just living the LA life, you right. know, not really focused on doing anything in particular except for music, which was 
um, my main focus. So you were always like kind of paying the bills, doing porn, and then chasing the music shit yeah, on the side? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And just fucking the wrong people, obviously. Like who? <laughs> give me some names. Uh, <laughs> just, just back in the day, LA, I'll give one name. It must uh, have been lit. Lionel Ridenour. He was responsible for signing, like, when that signed, yeah, he was A&R, so he signed Tony Braxton to, um, to Arista. Okay. And he was working the Whitney Project on Arista, and he just, like, Lionel, fuck you. Look at me now. Yeah, she's on No Jumper, Lionel. I'm on No Jumper now. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, he just was a bad boyfriend. I thought you were going to say Lionel Richie. No. 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 Just a, a lot of executives. Were you doing epic amounts of blow during the 80s and 90s? Um, You're making it sound ecstasy. fun. Ecstasy too? Yeah. I wasn't, you said ecstasy too. No, I didn't say oh, it was. Primarily you, you ecstasy. You said blow. Okay. No, I was doing ecstasy. I'm a hallucinogenic kind of girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's where your spiritual side comes from? I don't know. I was just born with it. You have like a tie-dye aura. Do I? <laughs> I am a brown bag, little <laughs> hippie chick. <laughs> exactly. I can see you like swatting the, the hacky sack around down on Venice Beach or something. Yeah, I used to live on Venice on Brooks and Speedway. See, look, we're connected. Yep, we are. So you get me. <laughs> um, but okay, like throughout all those years, like one of my things about the 90s or, or even the 2000s that we sometimes talk about with porn is how back in the day, it used to be kind of like a, a gross out fest or like a shock thing with a lot of the porn because, you know, you're selling copies of VHS tapes. It's like a lot of people like back in the day, this is when they started to do all the crazy bukkakis and the just like the, the gangbangs with 500 dudes and all this crazy ass shit. People making food with cum and shit like that. Like I, there was a lot of wild stuff back then that doesn't mm -hmm. really happen anymore. And stuff is Thank a bit God. more vanilla now. Thank God. Yeah. And I even was talking to somebody who's been important for a long time. The other day. They're like, there's so much less anal these days. That's good. Because the girls kind of have more control and the girls don't really love doing it. So they don't do as much of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But did you do anything wild during your adult career? I did. I think I did one fukaki. Yeah, I was horrible. I hated it. You hated it. Yeah, because like they were coming like twenty from all angles. Just, Do you yeah. know how many dudes? Like five or six or oh, something. Okay. But it was me and another girl, so I was dodging a lot of cum. I was <laughs> making her get it. <laughs> I got a bukkake tape when I was in like eighth grade. And it was probably 50 dudes or like <laughs> oh, no. 80 dudes. Like I wouldn't do, like there are certain things I just wouldn't do. Like that was a lot for me. Mm. That right there was a lot, you know. Um, I just wouldn't do certain things. I just like, no, I'm not doing that. No, I don't care. Like I would never work with Ron Jeremy. Really? You, know? like, you knew no. he was creepy before everybody else. No, I just, I didn't know he was creepy. I just wouldn't work with him. He right. was gross all the time. He yeah. just looked stinky and hairy. And but he must have been hot back in the day when he started, right? No, he no? was never hot to me. You know, I liked I liked TT Boy. Oh, I love TT Boy. I watch his podcast sometimes. And then I had to work with him, and he was an asshole. Really? Like he had an underwire bra, and he ripped it off, like and broke the underwire. Like he pulled it from the back, and I was so mad at him. You're like, I'm not getting paid enough to just blow through a fucking bra right no, now. No, it hurt. That's what it was, oh, and it was yeah. an expensive bra too. Yeah. But it hurt more than anything, and he was just really like, I felt like he didn't like women while he was fucking them. Really? You know, he just said like really just. I seen him say that he used to do like four or five scenes a day, every day, no drugs. So, I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, there was always like GHB and all kind of shit on our set. So it's always, it's always drugs on the set. So back in the day, shit was just crazy. It was always, yeah. 
Man, I've done GHB, but I can't imagine trying to shoot a fucking porno movie on it. That's got to be yeah. wild, especially multiple in a day. <laughs> um, okay, so did did you um, would you say that like during that time did you love it and you were like excited about it or was it just a job? It was a job. Okay, it was a job. Yeah, and like a lot of the things that I do in my movies, like I want to do in my personal life, but. Nobody, you know, like I want to have that kind of fun privately, you know. What kind of stuff? Two dudes at once? Yeah, like I've, I've done it once before, but I want to do it again. A lot of girls love that shit, but they don't really feel comfortable admitting it. I don't know why. Like we, we have to say what we want. It's like I'll give you a threesome. Why not give me one? Right. But as a guy, it is kind of hard to wrap your head around this being okay because full disclosure me and my girl just did our first ever guy guy girl threesome on uh, camera how was that for you honestly once we got into it it felt like no big deal did you do a dp uh no we just did like mouth and pussy oh darn no butthole you should have did a dp definitely no dv dp no but i'm not doing dv either double vaginal no sir no no double vaginal. that's hard well, DP that sounds whack kind of gay too right no not really depending on which way you're going in i know but like these dudes with like lexington steel ass <laughs> dicks they could do the double penetration and they're like hella far away from the girl's body for me i got a more normal size <laughs> unit i'm gonna be all up on the homie Let i don't know see. Okay. Uh, i can show you <laughs> no, but only yeah. kidding, only kidding, only kidding. i mean i feel like i'm, I'm doing all right for a white guy but, okay. you know, DP is serious shit. Yeah. You ever is. done that? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to get all riled up just sitting here. You were a fan of it? Um, I, like I said, I want to do it like in my private life. Like, mm. You know, like, because I want to do it, not because I'm having to do it. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I've had so many threesomes on camera, but still sometimes I end up thinking about back in the day when me and my girl used to just hook up with random girls from the club There's something about it being that sporadic yeah spontaneous like exciting but it's just kind of hits hits a little bit different but you guys always get all the fun we never do who's we guys like you guys yeah not me i fucked with another guy the other day i'm saying that's like one time once in a lifetime oh, we're gonna do it again oh really for sure you had fun I had did you time, like yeah. watching her get fucked yeah it was cool yeah did it turn you on yeah it. Once like we got into it, yeah. I mean, because like she fucked this other guy on camera separate. That was mm -hmm. her first ever scene with another guy, and I okay. just allowed this, and that was a little weird. What you don't like that language? Allowed this? No, I don't like that. We're married. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but, but I mean, allowed I, me too. I felt a little conflicted about that because. It just kind of felt weird. Like, she leaves the house. She gets fucked by another guy. She comes back. We put it out on the internet. Everybody makes fun of me. It was what it was. But <laughs> this thing that where I was there, I was like, oh, this is no big deal. It felt like we were all working on a project together. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I could dig it. That's yeah. how I look at it when it's work. You know, we're working on a project. Let's get it done. Yeah. Once, once Everybody yeah. thinks I screwed Baby Alien. Yeah, well, you, I did not kind of asked for it. I personally understand how this works and I knew that you didn't. Thank you for having sense. Yeah. The fan buster. They're, they're trolling everybody. They're good Man. at it. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. They've got people thinking the baby alien fucked all kinds of people. Really? So he really hasn't? I mean, I have no idea if he's ever actually done it, but they're always, I've seen mad clips of different girls in the fan bus okay, with him. Okay, with him, yeah. No, yours hit a little different because it was so topical. <laughs> <laughs> it was so of the moment that it was just perfect. 
Oh my God. But they just hit you up and we're just like, we got to get you out here. Yeah. Right. They're like, come on, let's do this. You're like, okay. I ain't been to Florida in a while. I'm there. <laughs> now I go there often. You do? Yeah. Doing what? Um, some spiritual shit with my godfather. Really? Yeah. Your godfather? Were you taking ayahuasca with them? With, um, with your godfather? No, he's a son. He's like, um, he practices like Yoruba belief or Santeria. Okay. It's a Cuban, Afro, Afro Cuban relief belief. Do you ascribe to a, a certain religion or are you just interested in all of them? Um, I, I think that they all have different attributes that you can take what you need from. Mm. But yeah, I mean, they're all really the same pretty much. So if I told you I want you to come to church with me, would that be of interest? Sure, I'll go to church. What church? Well, I'm an atheist, so I'm not going to church. I was just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> atheist is no good? No, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Okay. So were you still actively shooting when you met Joe? No, I was not. I was a full-on musician at that time. Okay. Yes. And did you feel like... You know, a lot of times I talk to girls who do or have done porn and they feel like it fucks up their ability to get into relationships and it kind of fucks up their ability to be taken serious doing other things. Was this your experience? Um, well, back then it was, yes. Mm -hmm. Like being taken seriously as a musician was impossible. So I had to leave the country and change my whole everything. And so I went to Germany and I became Kiss Major and I made a music career for myself. And the whole porn thing was a total secret the whole time? Yeah. Really? It was. Even when I did one porn in Germany. Really? I needed some money. So it's like, let me go. Would you like do your makeup different or something so no, that they like couldn't tell No, like nobody really, like they, nobody knew. I mean. Like I was on the German X Factor and everything. Like nobody wow. knew. Pre-internet was a crazy time. You want to know something? They owe me money. Who, the porn company? <laughs> Man, do they ever. Whoa. My attorney's right now writing letters for everyone that has movies of me on the internet because I signed up for VHS and DVD. Oh. Wow. I'm like, Cassie, when you see this picture, mommy, <laughs> I never thought of that, though. That's kind of brilliant. That part, yeah. Wow. And now that I only have a voice, people are listening to me. I've been saying this shit for years, but right. you know, now it makes sense. Now it matters. So do you actually not want the stuff out there or do you just no, not want I it just, out there? You I want just to get want, paid off. I want my money. Right. Run my check. Wow. Yeah. Because people forget. Or take it off the internet. Either way, cease and desist, pay me. Either way, both are going to happen or one or the other. Like I know girls who are legitimately famous who did porn five, ten years ago, and that shit is still getting so many views on Pornhub, getting sold by the company who made it, et cetera. And these girls are long gone from the porn industry. Yeah. And no. the companies are still making no. hella money, maybe no. millions a year off that shit. We're going to get our money. Right. And uh, if I don't let me band up with the other Afro-American um, black girls from that era because we were seriously exploited. So tell me more. Anything in particular that happened to the black performers? I mean, just um, contract issues like we like a lot like Jenna Jameson mm -hmm. and a lot of them had contracts where they were they get residuals. They have, you know, just well, things that are fair. If you're a big star like that, right. you know, and we never were offered those things. Our sets were different, just everything. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Like they would have masseuses on their sets and like top, like crafty catering and we'd have some bullshit, and no masseuse and, you know, just shitty oh. environment. That's a shame. Yeah, whatever. But so, okay, you were living in Germany when you met Joe or no? I had just came from Germany um, to visit for a while. I was going to come home and stay for a couple of months and then go back and I met Joe. Right. And was it a passionate 
love from the beginning or how would you describe it? Um, it was, I, I pick up on people's energy a lot and spirit. So it was more like I was feeling his pain mm. and I wanted to make it better because he didn't deserve all that. Like he's been good to so many people and he took care of everyone. And then for you to just to be in pain and no one cares taking your kids from you and you know just all kind of whack shit so, so like the divorce and this girl stealing money from him yeah and then like his mom just died also oh, so God. he was like pow 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 just hit with like a lot of shit at one time mm. you know so <clears throat> I came in feeling his pain and wanted to like just nurture and make it better right damn but so was his financial situation all the way fucked up then? Or I mean, it was pretty fucked up. It right. wasn't like I didn't I didn't know the depth of how it was really mm -hmm. because he didn't allow me access until a couple of years into the relationship. Like I think maybe four or five. Right. <laughs> um, so I really wasn't abreast of what was really going on. But once I got a clue. I was like, oh, shit. Because that's one thing that I really got from watching some content, the content, the, specifically you and this guy in the little red coat arguing, um, where it just yeah, like the little, the little, little red coat. coat. It looked like I a toy soldier, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, but like I've never had to go through that, that like fall in the sense of like having money and then all of a sudden you don't have money. And I, it must be so fucking hard, especially when you have <laughs> a family and everything like that. Like your ability to provide is just when you're a man, it's so intrinsic to what makes you a man that it's got to really like be one of the hardest things as a guy to experience that fall. I mean, I can't answer that. That's a conversation for you and Joe to have together. I mean, I would say, I would ask you, what would you do in that case? Would you fight your damnness to get it back? Or would you just be depressed and wallow in your misery? Well, I mean, depression's kind of out of your control at a certain point, but you know, for sure I would want to fight to get it back. But okay, this is the problem is that when you've seen those heights and you yeah. just had to pay, I mean, I assume millions of dollars to your ex-wife and shit like that. Now you're in a position where it's not as simple as just going and getting a job doing construction or getting a regular fucking job because the amount of money that you're going to earn is probably not going to put a fucking dent in what you owe or what you really need to like maintain anything close to the lifestyle that you had previously. And that in and of itself has got to be a fucking really tough spot. I mean, and that's where the league steps in to a degree where, you know, they have programs where you can go take commentary, you know, lessons mm -hmm. and you can get a reel done and you can, you know, go to school and get a second, you know, like he does music, you know, he was doing engineering. It's really a matter of what your goals and your drives are. You know, like if you have a hustle spirit and you want a good life, you're going to make a good life for yourself. Mm. If you feel defeated and you just don't care anymore, you're going to react that way. And I think that's basically really where we, we got to in life. That's actually really cool. The NBA does that. I didn't know that. Yeah. They have a couple of stipends. They give you like four, they give you 40, yeah. $40,000 in a lifetime that they'll give you as a stipend. Mm. It's the league the and the retirees association does this. Um, they also have programs. Like I said, there's like the sports commentating. They can help you get your, you know, your reel done. But at the same time, there's work that you have to do on your own. Like, you know, along with taking those classes on the side, take an elocution class so you can, you know, speak properly and know when mm. to inflict and when to pause and, you know, just how to, 
That's do dope. that professionally. But okay, was is it hard to be like? I feel like every woman I've ever been with, if I were to really got down to the truth of it in asking them what they were attracted to about me. Mm-hmm. I feel like almost all of them would have said that one of the main things was like my hustle and my ambition and my just like desire to be something. Yeah. And it feels like that's one of the key points that you were frustrated with is that at a certain point it became hard for you to accept that he was just kind of down in the dumps. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like um, taking care of someone that's never going to get well. Mm. You know what I mean? It's draining. It's depressing. And eventually, you know, they're going to die. So you just kind of like, you know what I mean? I don't want to take care of someone that's not going to get well. But the stereotype about like these NBA wives and shit is that they're really quick to get out of there. Like that they are not going to ride this thing out with you. So that kind of stands out to me that you apparently cared so much that you were down to try to you know, for 10 plus years to I try mean, to make him a better version of himself. I a conversation with him today, like, babe, you know, I don't know what you're doing over there, but I'm grinding. You should be grinding. I don't know. I want to take this ride with you. You know, um, I, I, I think that my delivery is a little harsh sometimes with how I say things, so it's not received well. Mm. But I mean it out of love. I mean, I was raised by the streets, you know. I heard you say that. (laughs) Like, I ran away at a young age. So life has been, you know, people don't say nice things. They say it how it needs to be said. Right. And that's pretty much where I come from. I say things how they need to be said, not how I think they're going to make you feel better or try to do it so I don't hurt your feelings. Like, sometimes your feelings need to be hurt. Mm. The truth needs to be said. And I was basically like, yo, your ex-wife even told me, you don't answer the phone. And I've watched you not answer the phone. Mm. You know, like, right now, money's calling. Answer your phone. Right. Because I'm going to be all right with or without you. Right. And now I'm worried about you. But now shit's even more fucked up because you're on your grind. You're seeing exponential growth. You're having this feeling of growth that is such an amazing thing to go through. And meanwhile, he's kind of, you know, he's not there for it. You're moving around. You're, you're traveling. You're getting bags. You're doing the OnlyFans thing big time. And then it's one thing when he's like not doing that great and you're kind of like doing whatever at the same time. Now you're fucking killing it. That's got to really make you look at him and be like, like, I don't I don't know. Is this like really what I want to be doing with my life? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> my manager just asked me the same question. Um, honestly, I want him to I, I want to take this ride with him. Mm. You know, I want life to be good for us together. But he has to want that also. And. I'll say it again. If not, I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I will be just okay. But you're still holding on. Like, because you could have easily cut the cord as soon as your shit started going up, as soon as he, you know, all these little viral moments and stuff. And I think a lot of people are assuming that you're not really invested in the relationship anymore. But when I'm sitting here talking to you, it feels like you are. Um, I am. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm riding the fence, Mm. you know, I'm on the teeter totter. You know, it's like, I'm on, I'm off, I'm on, I'm off. Like, what I, his, honestly, his plays over the next couple of weeks and months will um, let me know mm. what decisions I make. Right. And he just better not hope somebody else just could <laughs> I know. Because that's when we saw the thing with Cameron. And there's something that happens when you see a woman who's 
been married for a long time and she doesn't necessarily get as much, you know, attention from guys as she maybe would have at an earlier point in her life. And they get a guy hitting on her and it just feels so good. And you just know how she feels like to have a guy talking to her like a piece of meat. And we saw that with you and Cam. Right. Where it was like obvious that you think he's a cute guy. Yeah. Obviously, he's a generational talent. Yeah. And you seemed like you couldn't help but appreciate him talking to you a certain kind of way. I mean, okay, well, let me just say this, that, I mean, they're not famous people that are hitting on me, but I get hit on all the time. True, okay. So that's not something that, you know, I'm always flattered, always makes me feel good every day, all day. Like, I don't not love hearing I'm attractive. If I saw you in Starbucks, I might have to shoot my shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'll I'll pay for her coffee. Thank you. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. That would win you over. Um, we could go on a date, probably. Me and you. Oh, we could maybe. I mean, we're already in Starbucks. Oh, we are right. This is a date, let's right? Just, let's sit there and have a Danish while we're at it. <laughs> the Danish is probably like the best thing I got. I agree. <laughs> um, but okay, was there like, was the was the camera massage a particular issue? With Joe. Like the, no, not at all. He didn't really freak out about that. A lot of guys would freak out about that. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, he doesn't call me. Like, I said he hadn't talked to me for a couple of weeks. He called me the weekend I was in Vegas. <laughs> really? Matter of fact, the night that I, after this show, I think he probably watched it live, and he called me or texted me, what you doing? Really? And I was like, I called, and I was like, hanging out with all the guys here at the house. Da, 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 da. That jealousy is a motherfucker. You know, but that's what I was like. You don't call and check on me anytime. Like, I leave the house all the time. I'm, I travel all the time. I, I call. I'm the one that calls all the time and says, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Mm. You know, I'll be out the country and he doesn't call and check on me. So that was very funny. I was like. Hmm. Is that what most of your relationship was like where he's just kind of distant and just not really as involved yeah. as you'd like because yeah. a beautiful woman demands like, attention i got tantra books and all kind of fly shit like i want us to try he won't do it He'll tantric do it. books tantra like how to do tantra tantric like, sex like weird yeah i want to do all kind of yeah that not even just that just all kind of shit like mm. i want to try i have a book of positions you know we don't he's not into like i want to play games let's play a sex game right you know i was like play with me let's like play one day i just started playing with him because i like to play i haven't played in years if you want to break yeah. out of that sadness sometimes you need yeah, to do something goofy exactly. to... but it's like no really yeah damn was it always kind of was he always kind of cold and distant like that or um does it just happen over time no it's pretty much been like that the whole time i've just been i've been making excuses for it mm that it was depression, you know, and that he just, if I just keep doing, if I just keep being, it'll change. You kept, in that, that one interview I keep referencing, you kept bringing up the cheating. Like, that that was crucial to you making oh, yeah. the decision like, to start the OnlyFans. Over the, over the course of our relationship, there's always been, like, maybe not actual physical cheating, but there has been that also. But even, like, just entertaining conversations where you... You know, just kicking me in my back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I mean by that? Like, just, like, throwing my dick in the mud. Like, talking shit about me. Like, I'm not shit to these bitches that you're with. Or I'm not making you happy. Or you're trying to get rid of this. Or, you know, it's like the conversations that he has with them. 
really pissed me off. It's one thing when a, when your girl finds out about you cheating, and it's another thing when your girl finds out about you talking about her to these bitches. Yes. Like, when I talk, I talk to my friends about our relationship. Those are my friends. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm talking because I want to get some resolution. If I bring it up to a stranger, it's because I think they can help you, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm not pillow talking with no nigga talking about you, you know? And, um... I'm not going to lie and say I haven't done my dirt also over the last like couple of months. I've had some infidelities because I'm just like, whatever you're doing, you're doing. Right. So he's been out the house for what, like a month? Yeah, pretty much now it's been about. Actually, I haven't been home for like two weeks. So he's been at the house. Right. Yeah. Have you been having a great time just moving around and just taking advantage of all these opportunities? Um, You know, I've been just really enjoying quiet and peace and a clean room and just like the hotel's good for that right yeah you know just i could stay at my friends houses out here but i just like i'm really enjoying like just spending time with me mm. you know and finding out like talking to myself like what do you want like things are changing and life is going to be different soon so i mean it's it's about the most out of left field glow up that i can imagine you know, I'll tell you, <laughs> I will tell you my, one of my last readings mm-hmm. with my godfather, um, there are like Ordus, like a, like a Ordu, like, um, like an Oracle. Mm-hmm. And it said with humiliation will come great success. Wow. That's interesting. Yes. And so here we are. I'm like the butt of everyone's joke talking shit about me, but whatever. Do you really feel like that? Or do you feel like he's kind of the butt of the joke? Honestly, no. A little bit of both. I mean, he needs to embrace it. Well, people are using <clears throat> you as an opportunity to moralize and say, look at how bad women sometimes are. She oh, was yeah. so nasty. Like, she's she so did this nasty. behind She's a horrible whore. She's like, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, you know, I look at it like this. I've been, you know, I've started several businesses over the course of these 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID really through a monkey wrench and one of my main plans, you know, that I invested a lot of money in that I really didn't have to invest, but I did it anyway. Which one was that? Puppy Friend Social Club. Okay, you know? right. Um, so after that, and then after just everything. Is that like an animal cafe? No. Oh. I, it's a it's a, your pet's vacation home away from home. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Because I've been to Japan where you can just like chill and drink some coffee and then you got like a ferret running on, across your shoulders and shit and there's just all these animals just hanging out with you in this little cafe. That's kind of dope. That's a good idea. That's kind of sick. They have like a cat version in LA too, I think. Oh, really? I want to go. Me too. We're here. That's, I'm in LA. Now that's a date. That's okay. You'll drink coffee with cats? I want to go. Okay, I'll get, I'll get your number later. Okay, cool. This Yay. Is a really romantic tale. Your wife can come. For sure. <laughs> or at least she's, she's going to monitor me. She's going to wait across the street with a fucking Draco in case I make any wrong moves. Um, okay. But, okay, so the, the COVID thing fucked it up. Yeah. And um, I started dancing at a club. Mm. You know? And that's what I'm like, the fuck? Excuse me, but like, dude, I dance at a strip club. Like, what the fuck is wrong with OnlyFans? You know what I'm saying? You got people touching me, trying to grab my ass, my boobs. I got to grind on laps. Like, and he knew about that. Yes, he was dropping me off at work. Like, so how dare you have an attitude that I have an OnlyFans page and I didn't tell you? Right. 
I mean, I understand the argument of everybody too, because it's like, yes, I feel you, but at the same time, if you're in a relationship, you're not really supposed to make any decisions like that without. Once I started going back to the club and I asked you for a help me not have to be here situation and you didn't come up with one, whatever the fuck I do at that point, I do. Mm. Okay. Cause I said never, ever would I ever be back in a club and look at me now. I mean, looking like these young girls kicking it, but still. You yeah, know, I bet you were like, giving them a good run for their money. Yeah, but who wants to do that? I How don't want to do that. I'm not saying, but I'm <laughs> I'm a 70s baby. How's my friend Google <laughs> feel about this? Either way, I mean, yeah, you definitely look great for your age. But uh, however old you are, which is, or even oh, 71, Okay, shut 15. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to throw water at you before this interview is over. Don't trip your red me. Um, but, okay, so you're doing the stripping thing. But All right, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people when they're in a relationship, they get out of the relationship, they start cheating. Like, they don't want to actually have to have the tough conversation to break up. They'll just cheat. They get caught. It's a big, huge fight. Okay, now I separate. Okay. I feel like you starting the OnlyFans was kind of like that. No, 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 no. Me bringing a whole because you stud- had to know he Wait, was going to no. find out. Me bringing a whole stud home and saying this is my girlfriend <laughs> was that, a and then stud. he was oh, like, Lord. "I'm with it," and so we all got together and we had a whole relationship, you know. So that was I thought he'd break up with me then. Like he's seen like little, you know, his little. Let me. All the girls that he talks to were women that he was entertaining when he was married. Mm-hmm. Like the roster is old. <laughs> really? <sighs> you dust it off. <laughs> wow, I can't even imagine. If I were to have to restart now, my roster would be all new. I got I don't even remember Man, any bitches who are you from telling? back in the day. I'm gonna have all new roster, maybe one or two. You know, right, half my roster's dead from back in the day, bro. Yeah. I don't know what those dudes terrible. Bitches doing fake Zans and shit. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, no, a couple of my roster's still alive and kicking and looking kinda good. <laughs> wow. So do you feel like a lot of this press that you've been doing and stuff, though, it almost feels like this is you sort of like slowly walking away from the relationship because some of the stuff you've been saying and doing and, and you guys both walking out on the interview live and stuff like that. I mean, this has got to kind of be putting more and more, uh, you know, scar tissue on top of the relationship and making it less and less likely that things are going to work out. Right? What kind of stuff I'm saying? I actually don't think that you've really violated him. But when I think about the camera on massage. When I, just in general, doing it was press on and talk. camera. Yeah, that's the problem. And it didn't happen privately. It happened right there. I oiled his ashy back, and that was it. He had an ashy back? Just a little bit. Cam? I'm sorry, Cam. I'm damn. sorry. Don't hate me. But I was like, damn, man. I think I said it, but nobody. I was like, kind of ashy there. That but, motherfucker's in my top five of all time. I don't like thinking about him with an elephant back. Is that elephant back? His skin is bad. actually soft. He just probably didn't have time to put. Look, you know what? I it just was? imagine him no, being no, no, a soft-skinned no, 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 man. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you what it was. He had on a silk shirt that day, okay, and that's why he didn't put oil on because really? he didn't want it to get on his silk shirt. But he had that pink silky shirt on, right? Like if you put oil on that, that's gonna, you know, what I'm saying. Okay, so I imagine him being a moisturized man. I, th- you know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, he's gonna be so soft and supple. Not that he wasn't soft. But he was just a little ashy. Really? His skin was soft, though. No, we, we can't be perfect. He had a nice back. He <laughs> had a nice back. <laughs> That's just such a good compliment. You don't hear that a lot. He did. I believe you, for sure. Um, but, okay, has any have any guys spoke to you after all this stuff started popping off that kind of surprised you? I'm sure you've had some suitors that were of interest. Uh, I'm not a pillow. I don't, I'm not a pillow talker. I can't, I don't. 
I'm not, yeah. Mm. Some people, but I'm not going to say who. Really? Yeah. Anything that got your panties in a twist? I mean, honestly, everything gets my panties in a twist these days. Because <laughs> you've just been off the market for so long? No, just because I haven't done it in a couple of weeks. So. Really? <laughs> So you've been on camera talking about sex a lot, but you haven't actually no, engaged not, no, in a I while. I haven't been engaging, and I haven't even had time to do content. Like, I've been trying to get to masturbate for myself and for my fans, but really? like, I haven't had time. Wow. I'll be too tired by the time I finish running around all day long, and I don't have to set the camera up while I took my makeup off. <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you think he's doing? Who? Joe. I don't know. Like it's kind of hard for me to imagine what his days. Well, would I'm be like, like, well, he's at home right now, so if he's at home right now, I know what he's doing every day. Hanging out with bitches? No, not at my house. Oh, what is he doing? Um, well, his day will. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Okay. Because everybody says I'm a mean girl and I'm talking bad about him, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm not gonna say shit. Just know he's home. Damn. That felt like it was about to be brutal. You just like breaking down his daily schedule. And I stopped. I stopped. I know, I know, but it felt like it was about to be bad. <laughs> so if you were to get back into the game, like, is that the plan? If you were single tomorrow, would you start shooting adult um, scenes for your OnlyFans? I don't know. Like, I need a lot of money to do that. Really? Yeah. I mean, like I think a lot. you'd probably have a crazy payday on OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm making good money just playing with myself, you right. know? Yeah. But right now you're in the middle of the the hype bandwagon moment. Maybe in a month or two, it's like, I don't know, maybe there's a podcast. I'm hoping that in a month or two, I am like, I'm working on music right now, so I'm dropping some soon. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that. Um, that's happening. I've got some possible show I, um, show ideas as well as offers probably on the table. So mm. I'm hoping that all of that stuff, you know, takes precedence and I don't have to even think about, you know, upgrading my OnlyFans and I can just keep it simple. Mm. But if you were to upgrade it. <laughs> if I were to upgrade it. If you it, were. <laughs> are you... Interested in working with like I don't know a, a somewhat handsome Caucasian tattooed forty year old podcaster like would that be on the list of possibilities? I mean, if I was to consider, you're very handsome, so I wouldn't be a bad like you're not. Yeah, I'd, I'd consider doing one with you. Well, we have a lot of rapport too. We do. When's your birthday? November twenty fourth. Well, you're coming right up. Yeah, oh, about to okay. hit forty. We get along with Sages. You do. What are you? Cancer. Okay. I don't really know a lot about that world. But a lot of these other male porn stars that you might end up working with, I mean, some of them, they're, they're all dick. Not a lot going on upstairs. Yeah. Just dick. Just cock. I can kind of do both. You got brains and beauty. And some of them are, some of them are <laughs> geniuses. There's, there's, I know this guy, John Legendary. He's an astrophysicist. Is he? Andy Sling's dick. Is it good? It seems like it. I've heard good things. Okay. Right. I, mean, I, I could introduce you to him, too. No. I, I, like right now, I'm... Not considering that, but if I did, I'd be like, hey, yo, Adam. Really? It's that time. And you'd be like, okay, it's that time? I'm like, yeah, it's that time. And then we'd like, <laughs> but. <laughs> some some of my most powerful sexual moments throughout my life have mm -hmm. been with Ebony Queens. Really? Yes. Are they your favorite? 
uh, I'm married to an Armenian woman, so I couldn't, I certainly couldn't say they were my favorite, but I mean, ah, there's something, there's some something energy there. there. Black girl magic. Black girl magic. Is that yeah. it? Is it's that fair spicy. to say? Mm-hmm. There's something special. Yeah. Kind of hard to put Definitely. your finger on it. But I'm just like an overall. Something about that berry. I mean, there's something about Asian women too. They're different. There's just, there's a vibe of a sexy Latina. Yeah. I'm revealing how fucking horny like I am right now. You just like exotic women. That's what like it is. Women, you period, like... yeah. I'll take, a, I'll take a white. Give me a Taylor Swift. Give me a boring white woman. I'm in there like swimwear. I got to appreciate my own kind as well. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there something about Papa John's that made him walk out during that one interview? <laughs> what is it about Papa John's? Oh my God, you made me just really crack up like a crazy person. Okay, um, I don't know. I think it's because I was like, tell Shaq to give you one. Mm. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. Tell Shaq to give you a Papa John's. Oh my God, that is kind of brutal. Okay, I didn't I didn't realize that's what you were is saying. Is it really that bad? Was it that bad? <sighs> Every man wants to be respected as a provider. And when you sort of like name drop his rich ass friend, who realistically took the NBA career thing to its, you know, took it about as far as who he could take everybody it. Everybody thought wasn't that intelligent. Right. And, and managed to do a hard ass thing like be a sports commentator. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> had, had a super long NBA career, was one of the greats. They'll be talking about him forever. I mean, it's got to be tough. I mean, you know, it's all about your drive and what you want to do. Your hustle is everything. People underestimate mm. that, you know, like some people got it. Some people don't, mm. you know. But I sometimes think women are kind of bullshit when they say that they like hustle. What they really like is a guy who's got something going on for them. But in lieu of that, no, they'll take I mean, ambition. I, I right? love ambition. Like, cause I'm so creative. Mm. And so if I can throw an idea at you and then you can go, you can expound upon it. Mm. Oh, Mm. If a girl, I've, I've experienced this in my life. If you're courting a woman and she starts telling you about her business idea or some some dream that she has, mm-hmm. and you can actually give realistic feedback, mm-hmm. that'll take you far. It will. It's definitely a turn on. Yeah, because a lot of women feel like they don't get taken seriously as entrepreneurs or whatever. No, we you know? don't. And then we also like you know, if you're supportive, you know, like wow, I got this idea, babe, and I can help you embellish upon it like this. Matter of fact, here's a couple of stacks. Go make that shit happen. Mm. That's oh, that's beautiful. Right. Definitely. So, um, have you been approached with any other uh, opportunities that really stand out to you, like things that you can use to make the most of this moment? Yeah, but I can't talk about them right now. You're still plotting your moves. Um, no, I'm just my manager said don't say nothing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that makes sense. With so many things on the table. Yeah. When you start to say I'm going to do this, this, and this, yeah. and then you don't deliver, exactly. it starts to make you look like a loser, as exactly. opposed to like you bring it to the table once it actually right. seems like it's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. How tall are you? Five eleven. Five eleven. That's a tall drink of water. I'm 6'3". We see each other in the hallway. Obviously, you got heels like, on. Oh, yeah. And it was this weird moment of like, oh, my kind. <laughs> my tribe. We're yeah. tall. <laughs> Both tall. Tall, born people. 
<laughs> yeah. You want to come sexy. to the AVNs this year? I'm going to. I'm definitely going to the AVN this year. I think you should You should host. I, I think I should, too. I think they should have me host. He has a Penn Davis back in the building. Wow. You know? I like that. We've, we've got a booth for Plug Talk. Really? Yeah, so you oh, gotta you come by. Have me over. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, we do I'll some TikToks. I'll autographs and shit. I gotta introduce you to my wife too. I would love to meet her. Is she here? No, she's Aww. like five two. You did fucking dominate her. I like little girls. Really? Heather was little. Heather, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's teeny. Dude, I met a girl the other day. She got four million TikTok followers. She's a four nine. She's a midget. She's hot. I like a dwarf. She's a fucking grown chick. She's like mid twenties, but she's four. I, I don't think I ever ran into a chick that small. Big ass fake boobs Did too. Did you fuck her? No, I wish she was with her boyfriend. Because you could just be like, I know. I mean, that's gotta be an insane feeling. Like, how much could she possibly weigh? Like eighty pounds? I don't know, but then I get kind of like freaked out. Like I'm like a fucking a child. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta put that out your on your lap. No, but you're the very. Like, you want to see this? My, my, <laughs> show me. Okay, my show girl me. was taking fucking nudes with her, right? So, uh, I mean, this girl's hot. Look at these two. Damn, I got a lot of nudes on my phone yesterday. Where is it? Me too, all of a sudden. (laughs) I got a lot of nudes on my phone. Here we go. I wear glasses, but. That's a pretty good. uh, The one on the left? Yeah. Is the little one? Yeah. She's fucking cute as shit. That's what I'm saying. No, she's sexy. My girl looks like fucking Shaq compared to her. She's like a normal height woman. She's pretty too. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, what? I was. (laughs) (laughs) No, you kind of like left us for a moment. You're in another world. I did. I was gone. Huh? Did I? (laughs) But you're like far sighted. You can't see it unless it's far away. I have. uh, Yeah, I need to see like that. I need my glasses. I, I had the eye surgery, but I used to be. How does it work? Is it, it good? Yeah. So I should do it? I would do it. I got Basics? it done over 10 years ago, probably 15 years ago. And it was only like two grand or 2,500 bucks. And they fucking put all this tape and shit that hold your eye back like that. And then they fucking did some droplets. They don't put you to sleep? They don't put you to sleep, but they give you like a Xan and shit. So you're super fucking laid out. And then they have this this little laser that just goes zing and it just chops off a little chunk of your eye. Not everybody is like able to get it. Like you have to have like a specific type of uh, eyesight, oh, I believe. I don't think I should do that. You should definitely do a meeting though. Cause I, I got 15 years ago, best thing I ever did. Really? I mean, I hate contacts and my glasses exactly. like always falling off my face or something stupid. I drop them, lose them. I did like 15 years of. I'm going to take my fucking dirty fingers and, and put, put them in, the in your eye and then they get and, scratchy, right? And then you got your glasses that are falling off your fucking Have face. Have they ever gone behind your eyeballs before? Oh, that definitely happened to me, yes. <laughs> when you lose it and I it lost it. all the way in and the I back. And I have to like, keep rubbing until it comes back. Oh, Terrible. The worst feeling in the Absolutely. world. Anything eye-wise. You ever get like a hair in your eye and you can't all see it? All the time. It? You can't see it? You're just sitting in front of the mirror? Just, <laughs> all the time, yep. I hate that too. <laughs> I've had some like good days in my life somewhat ruined by having to try to find like a microscopic little piece of dirt inside my eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucks. So what are you doing tonight? Um, probably going to have dinner with my nephew and then I don't know. Oh, I got to go see Miko. I'm going to hang out with Miko Grimes tonight. Really? Yeah. What's your uh, relationship to her? Um, she interviewed me. We became friends and now she's really cool. Wow. That's so we're going to have some drinks and smoke a little bit and yeah. You're a weed girl? I uh, big time. What do you smoke? Swifts, blunts, bowls? Um, I smoke 
when I'm in Europe, I smoke spliffs rolled with tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm here, I smoke blunts. When in Rome, I do what the Romans do. I went to London one time, mm-hmm. came back, and the spliffs never left me. I left the blunts behind a couple of years Did ago. Did you? Yeah. I don't know why. I, when I get home, for some reason, I think maybe because the tobacco is different here than it is there. So mm. when you put the tobacco and you roll it, it's just different. It tastes different. I think I tried with cigarettes here, and it was like, ugh. I've been having one of my guys, actually, right here, uh, roll splits for me for so long that I can't even, like. You can't roll? I want to be able to do it myself. can't roll. Really? I'm like, He's like, roll. I'm like, why? He's like, I can't. I'm like, are you serious? And you buy weed and you smoke weed and you don't know how to roll? It's like, I used yeah. to be a bad weed roller and now I feel like I'm just like a non, like I don't think I could do it anymore. It's Some days I'm really good and then other days I'm really bad. Like my blunts have like, you know, good days and bad days. I never felt like I was the best blunt roller anyway. Like some of the Chicago guys, they'll take the blunt roller, bow, throw it at the wall. This shit wouldn't break. That's That's a serious blunt. And I'm talking a big fat fucking wood with like, Three, oh, okay. four grams in there. Why do you? Why do they do that? That's a waste of weed. You still get I agree. high on a little bit, the same bit. I think it's like a a penis thing. Oh, like but then. If you're a rapper and you're walking around <sighs> with this massive fucking cannon between your fingers, but if it's a penis thing, that means you want to suck on one. Yeah, but I think they don't <laughs> think of it like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you can't be. Listen, if we're in Atlanta and we're in the studio and yeah. you got. Two chains, Quavo, fucking Gucci man. I'm just imagining. Like Everybody a, should have their own blunt. Who knows oh, where their sure. lips have been? For sure, you ain't passing blunts when you're in that function. But I'm saying, like, you can't be the guy with a skimpy little swisher when everybody else got the giant fucking woods, right? And now they use loose leaves, I think, more often than not. I like these kind of things. Or the King Pump. Oh, the loose leaves over there. I like those. Yep, that's my those boy Dusto Dub cool. on there. I like those. Great American. Uh huh. Yep. And, and as you can see, do you know who Jason Lee is? I do, I do, I do. Well, he he awarded me. I would love award. to hook you up. Yeah, he gave me the Mandingo Hall of Fame award. Okay. Hey. But uh, I'll ask him if, if he'd like to speak to you. Well, he gave me that award. I would never claim that. <laughs> I don't think bl- white men have their penis referred to as a Mandingo very I often. I have something for you. Oh, Lord. What is it? It's something nice. Look, look, look. Hold on. So. Is it your foot? You know my foot? I mean, <laughs> not you like say me? no. Oh, look at this. Okay, so this is my nephew's company skateboard. It's called Company Skateboards. Wow, that's awesome. And I saw you had a wall, so I was like, oh, here. So Let's do it. For you. We're with the company. Yes, we're with the company. Wow. We are the company. Shout out to him. I'm going to have to do my Googles and see what they got going on. Let's get it. That's lit. Thank you so much. Company. Company yeah. is actually a pretty funny name for a skateboard company. Isn't it? <laughs> like, that's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have company and we're company. And yeah. And it's like, just, it's a word company. you're so used to using, but you don't really think of it as like, oh, there could be a company called company. That's right. kind of smart. I've already got faith in him. I'll do my Googles though. Um, thank you so much. Thank you too. You got to let me know your next time in town or if you decide that you want to get back into the industry. I will. <laughs> Make Am sure I, I get your digits. Up yeah, yeah, of course. Like Am I shooting my shot too too overtly or was this tasteful? Oh, you were tasteful. Okay. Like right. you didn't say, oh my God, your cleavage is. <laughs> your cleavage is cleavaging. <laughs> your cleavage is cleavaging. Yeah. Right. Don't have, no, 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 Ma, I'll leave it like that. So funny. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I had fun with you. And I feel like I'm I'm excited to see what the next weeks and months of your life are like. I hope I'm coming back and I'm telling you really great things. Or I'm coming back and we're fucking one of the two. Oh, I love option two. Uh, part of me wants to see love 
carry on after all these years that you've been working on it. So do I, honestly. But then part of me wants to see Keisha just be free as a bird. <laughs> well, we'll see what the future holds. Yeah, we're going to have to. All right, Keisha, thank you so much. Everybody thank cop you. the OF. Oh, yeah. It'll be linked in her please, Instagram bio. Please, please. I copped it today. You're welcome for the $15. Oh, thank you, darling. Minus 20% or whatever. Um, <laughs> appreciate you so much. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for having me. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, That's TikTok, right. Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support.